Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Now, let's go to Arkansas's premier basketball recruiting analyst, Kevin Hoop Scoop McPherson, for all the latest news for anything and everything basketball. Made possible by Fence Brokers. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. And there, let's see, here we go. Good afternoon, Kevin. Mr. Rainwater, happy Friday. It's football. I know, but we're going to squeeze in a little basketball. Yeah? All right, let's, let's, let's get your overall thoughts on the, the release that came out yesterday with the 2023-24 complete non-conference conference matchups for the Arkansas Razorbacks. Well, they had put out the matchups a while back for the SEC games, just not the playing dates. So you knew, for instance, that Arkansas was going to have home and away for a second consecutive year against Kentucky. We knew they were going to be back on the road to Tennessee. We knew they were, or excuse me, home for once against Tennessee, but back on the road for Alabama. Now, but we know a lot more now because we knew the matchups, but it's always interesting to see when do these games fall on the calendar and when are you going to play teams. That matters. And so Arkansas opens with right with Auburn on January 6th. Now that the ACC, or excuse me, the SEC Big 12 Challenge is no longer, that game was always played in January, and it would move up Arkansas's SEC opener into December, late December. And so now you've got the SEC ACC Challenge, Arkansas hosting Duke in November, and it allows for the SEC teams to go back to January start. So that's one thing to keep an eye on. It's just that it's going to be a little different. You're going to open with Auburn, who will be expected to be one of the top, you know, top five or six teams in the SEC this year. Uh, we see those playing dates against Kentucky. Last year, Arkansas went on the road in the middle of league play to, and, and won at Kentucky. Then they hosted the Wildcats uh, in the finale, in the regular season finale. Uh, at Bud Walton Arena, and they split those games. Both teams won on the road. This year it'll flip. Arkansas will uh, will host the game kind of midpoint, and then and then there's three games in March. Kentucky's one of those games, and Arkansas will be on the road for that. So they do play twice again, but this time around Arkansas will play will host first, and then play on the road. Alabama will be the Final regular season conference game. Again, that's back on the road. Arkansas's been on the road against the Tide five of their last seven matchups. Um, so that's significant. And they've kind of had that luck with Tennessee uh, in recent years, a similar breakdown, you know, mostly on the road. I don't know why they've let it get this out, get this much out of balance because it's supposed to be fair in terms of you, you host and then you go on the road. It's kind of supposed to sort of alternate and Arkansas you know finally going to get Tennessee at home and not have a return game to Knoxville uh, and Arkansas will host the balls uh, on February 14th Valentine's Day so you've got some really good matchups in there Randy you know Arkansas I mentioned opens at home against Auburn on January 6th and they go on the road for a couple of games I think three of their first five games are on the road in the league play but I also think this might be the team the way it's constructed and I've been saying it over and over. I think this might be the first Musselman team, you know, in the last, the last three really struggled out of the gates in league play. I think this one might 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 not do so badly, so poorly early. And it'll give the team a chance to, you know, vie for a, a league title. Um, and you mentioned the non-conference. They did very recently uh, announce 
the, the, the 13 non-conference games. I think it was last week. So when they released the SEC schedule, uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think it was yesterday, and um, they put all of it together. So now we see all 31 game days. We know uh, in the battle for Atlantis. The second and third round matchups aren't exactly known, but we know the pool of teams that those will be drawn from. So we pretty much know all the matchups. Some of the, the, the playing times and TV destinations for that tournament, some of that's already known. But outside of that, we don't know television or you know game times yet. TV will dictate that, and we'll learn those days, those things later. Is this the kind of schedule that where you can go from – one game to the next game, and I'm talking non-conference, leading up to conference. Is this the kind of schedule, Kevin, that you can see game-by-game improvement where once you enter into conference play, you feel like now you're playing your best basketball? Well, maybe. Um, And and the reason I say that, last year I thought Arkansas had a strong non-conference, and I thought it was going to help them get ready for conference play. The biggest problem was Nick Smith Jr. wasn't healthy, and then, you know, when you got into December, Trevor and Brazil was lost for the season. So even though I think certain players were getting better, when you have two key pieces out, uh, one for, you know, basically 30, you know, 23 games, and the other one playing less than half the games, even, even though guys were getting better, it is not the team you thought you were going to have. And so, you know, this to me is even a better non-conference schedule. So from that standpoint, Randy, the answer to that is probably yes, if guys mm-hmm. stay healthy. That's why I brought that up. Is, you know, you're going to play those three games at Battle for Atlantis. You start off at Stanford. You're going to get Michigan or Memphis in the second game. On the other side of the bracket in game three, you're going to get North Carolina, Villanova, Texas Tech, maybe Northern Iowa, but probably one of those other teams. And then you come home and you play Duke. You host Duke right after that uh, after you get back. You're going to have Furman, which is a really good Division One mid-major. You've got them at home. You, you know, you get Greensboro again. That was a tough game for Arkansas last year. They barely pulled that one out. Uh, you've got Oklahoma again in Tulsa, another neutral side game. So, and, and there's a stretch there where there's six games in a row where it's just nothing's easy. So, I do think this can help this team prepare and gel and and and, and bond and and get tested and challenged. But they got to stay healthy to know what that's going to mean moving into the SEC play. Kevin, is this a big weekend to be hosting visitors there in Fayetteville? Perfect timing, Randy, because it is. Arkansas is going to have the Hoop Hogs are going to have five visitors. One of those is on an official visit. He arrived today, Jalen Shelley. We talked about him in our segment a couple of days ago, the interview I had with him where he effectively telegraphed what sounded to me like he was telegraphing a commitment, an upcoming commitment to Arkansas. Because he didn't talk about if he commits. He talked in terms of when I do. So we'll see. I mean, I think we got to be on commitment watch, commitment alert. Uh, but he got up there this afternoon. He told me this morning he'd get in at around 3. I've already tweeted a photo with him and Mus, And, uh, you know, he did arrive, you know, between the 3 and 4 o'clock hours. So he's on his visit. I know that he's already going through some presentation stuff this evening. Uh, you've, and that's class of 2024, Jalen Shelley, national top 35, four-star, 6'8", combo forward. He's at Link Academy, but he's another Dallas-Fort Worth area guy. Uh, he's familiar with guys like Jordan Walsh who went through Link from Dallas like he's doing, and then also, obviously, uh, Anthony Black. So this would be another, you know, lengthy guy. You know, they, they can have guys in that 6'7", six, 6'8", six, range. When you talk about Anthony Black and Jordan Walsh, Jalen Shelley would be that. 
And then, Randy, we jump into class of 2025. There's four unofficial visitors coming in tomorrow. Practice in the morning, basketball practice, and then the football hogs versus Kent State at 3 o'clock. So uh, the visitors, for the most part, are going to be attending practice, watching that, and then going to the football game. But the class of 2025, two in-staters, Terry on Burgess uh, uh, from Benton, 6'9 combo forward. Uh, you've got Jason Hayes, a 6'5 guard from Whitehall. Both players have Arkansas offers. Bryce Hurd, also class of 2025, 6'5 guard, played at Montverde Academy. Everybody knows that's a basketball power high school uh, program. And uh, he's, co- he's from Chicago. He's going back to Illinois uh, for his junior season and will be playing at Homewood Flossmoor High School in Illinois this upcoming basketball season. But he'll be on an unofficial visit. And Malachi Marino, we've been talking about him, top, national top 50, four-star out of Georgetown, Kentucky, 6'11", forward center, will be in for an unofficial visit as well. So those four players from Class of 25, Jalen Shelley, Class of 24, the only one on an official visit. But it is a busy visit weekend, Randy, because that's five players in. Arkansas is a week behind because of the Little Rock game. I'm not trying to draw any controversy from Little Rock Fayetteville uh, <laughs> argument, but I can tell you, a lot of schools that were hosting games in the SEC had visitors for basketball last week in Arkansas. Not able to do that, but they're get back, you know, getting getting into it pretty thick this weekend with those five names I mentioned. Could there be any surprise commitments coming from the class of 25, or do you think, again, these being on unofficials, it might take an official visit before you might see some movement there? Yeah, I don't. I don't think we'll see any surprises there. I guess it's possible, um, but I, I, I don't. I don't foresee that. I know Malachi Marino's got a lot of unofficial visits lined up for the next couple of months, and he'll conclude. I mean, eight or nine of them. And he'll conclude that with an unofficial visit to Kentucky right there in his backyard. Um, you know, because he's from Georgetown, Kentucky, not far from Lexington. And then I just, you know, the in-state kids, you know, I, I keep pretty close tabs on them. I don't think Jason Hayes or, or uh, Terry on Burgess are ready to make a commitment announcement. Bryce Hurd is a player I'm not as familiar with, but, again, I'm thinking that's probably a, a good visit to have, but I don't think they're going to expect it. Well, doggone it, we can try. All right, Kevin, have a great weekend. We will talk with you next week. That is Kevin Thanks, McPherson, better known as Hoop Scoop, courtesy of hogville.net. And thanks again to our friends at Fence Brokers.